Oh, hey, we're the Misery Machine. I'm Yergi. I'm Drooby. And we're covering... Murder Hornets! (laughs) Or the Asian Giant Hornet, I think, is the proper term. So listen, listen, listen. We have a disclosure here. If you're here because you're doing a report for school... This is probably not the one to listen to. Go to nationalgeographic.com and find some real shit. We're not sponsored by them. No, we are not. But if you're listening with your mom, your your mom's probably going to smack you because we're probably going to be swearing a lot of fucking swears. Yes, and talking about our balls and our ass and dicks. Okay, listen, we were given the disclaimer. We weren't going to say the fucking balls and ass word. Because now their parents are probably are beating them. You are enabling child abuse. I am enabling child abuse in this time of coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. People are already home. They're already stressed the fuck out. And you're just adding to it, okay? You are problematic. If they're clicking on something called the misery machine for their book report, it's probably their own fault. Well, we have had somebody do a book report on one of our episodes before. Yes. The 3X murder. So shout outs to that guy. Anyways... If you're listening on YouTube, though, please like and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review and a written review. We'll end up shouting you out at the end of the episode. But And join our Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, join our Facebook group. Or Discord if you really want to get all into the crazy fun stuff. But without uh, that out of the way, murder, murder hornets. hornets. <laughs> So the Asian giant hornet, or murder hornet as it's been called in the media, is the world's largest hornet. It is native to East Asia, South Asia, mainland Southeast Asia, and far east of Russia. And it was also found in the Pacific Northwest in late 2019 with no reports since to suggest that they have become established there. Until recently. Until recently. So up until now you would see them in and I didn't know this existed which is kind of crazy because you know I've studied a fair bit about those areas but they're native to Japan. They're native to parts of China. But you never hear about this. Yeah they're like in the Southern Isles. Yeah so they, they prefer to live in low mountains mountains and forests while almost completely avoiding the plains and high altitude climates. So the murder hornet creates nests by digging, co-opting pre-existing tunnels dug by rodents or occupying spaces near rotted pine roots. It feeds primarily on larger insects, colonies of other insects, tree sap, and honey from honeybee colonies. And unfortunately, that includes honeybees. They eat fucking honeybees. Yes. As if we aren't losing honeybees enough as it is. Right. So the hornet has a body length of 1.8 inches, a wingspan around 3 inches, and a stinger that is about 0.24 inches long, which actually is super long for an insect. Yeah, they're longer than a micro penis. Yes, not, way not, longer than a micro not penis. Not trying to shame you if you have a micro penis. No, there's penis. nothing wrong with having a micro penis. However, this hornet's stinger is bigger than your dick. Well, I think a micro penis is an inch, an inch and a half, I think is is when you start getting into micro penis classification. Oh, I thought we were saying that the stinger was bigger than the micro penis. No, I'm talking about the body length. Oh. The body length oh. and the wingspan. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's that's smaller than some people's, uh, you know, flaccid penises. I, I mean, why are they talking about penises? Stop babbling. Well, if any dudes are listening, they need something to compare it to. And what do you not know better than your own penis? I'm going to get us canceled anyway. I don't give a shit. The, Cancel the, us. The, 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 <laughs> so it injects a large amount of potent venom from that stinger, which is 
the opposite of your penis. You know, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so the sting is long enough to pierce through clothing and beekeeper suits, much like a penis. Much like a penis. Masato Ono, an entomologist Your at- needle dick. <laughs> At Tamagawa University near Tokyo, described the sensation of a murder hornet sting as feeling like a hot nail being driven into my leg. Very much unlike your penis. Oh my God. This is just going to be funny now because I'm just, just thinking just, about just dicks. Be, just be, I, so the venom contains a neurotoxin called mandratoxin. No, mandaratoxin. Mandaratoxin, yep. While a single wasp cannot inject a lethal dose, it can be lethal even to people who are not allergic if the dose is sufficient. So multiple stings. Yeah, you're getting swarmed. You're by, getting swarmed. Just like, uh, you know, Macaulay Culkin and my girl. His face hurts. And where is his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Oh. <laughs> Put his glasses on. <laughs> uh, that's not funny. So we, I posted a meme about that. Put on his glasses. Yeah, if, if you're one of our donators in PayPal or you subscribe to our Patreon, you get our private Discord access and Yergi posted a nice little meme in there about the origins of murder hornets. Yes. I so had yeah. not seen My Girl before, so I was like, is this the Macaulay Culkin film where he pushes his friend out of a treehouse and kills him? Who's going to be an acrobat? I can't remember what that one's called, but no. Is it The Good Son? I don't know. It's like the only rated R movie he ever did. Well, he was in one, I believe, with Elijah Wood. Hey, Mark. Don't fuck with me. I think that's the one. Yeah, I think it's the good son. I'm not sure. It was a really, really long time ago. Yeah. So, however, if the victim is allergic to the venom, this greatly increases the risk of deaths. I'm assuming if you're like already allergic to bees and you get some murder hornet situation, you're gone. Yeah, if you're anaphylactic, yeah. absolutely. Just like one little pinprick just sends you to fucking slumberland. Slumberlands. Dirt Ex nap. Asphyxiation town. Yeah, uh, fucking. So do you know this, this mandarotoxin? Do you know what that's comparable to? Or the risks of, or I should say the percentage of death in somebody stung that's not anaphylactic i do not know see that's what i'm most curious i do about. know that it causes some sort of necrotic damage so it can cause necrosis of the yes, skin yes. you know how deep the layer goes like does it go to muscle i doubt that you, i doubt that yeah, i mean so, i mean i don't some have can. anything i mean some can so a lot of spiders can do that like yeah. obviously you know, you know your brown recluse some of your old world tarantulas can cause necrosis uh -huh. based on what i'm seeing because i saw a couple people be stung by this if you get a singular sting there are old world spiders and even new world ones that if they bite you it's worse Okay. I don't know if that's comforting or not, but... It should be somewhat comforting because think about... I mean, I don't want to get too far into this. Maybe I'll draw some comparisons at the end. I'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that and I'll do a conclusion of my thoughts on it. I'm okay. kind of a bug nerd. Okay, sounds so... good. Since 2001, the yearly human death toll caused by stings of bees, wasps, and hornets in Japan has been raging between 12 and 26. Since this number also includes deaths caused by wasps, bees, and other hornet species, Species, the number of deaths caused by Asian giant hornets is likely significantly lower. So it's really not that many as people think. 
So people think this is going to be a big old swarm of pestilence that's just going to be killing people left and right. It's and, not. And it's not in the places that it's native to. So that's definitely comforting to hear. I'm just more worried about honeybee populations. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes. The vice in China is that people stung more than 10 times need medical help and need emergency treatment for more than 30 stings. These stings can cause kidney failure. In 2013, stings by Asian giant hornets killed 41 people and injured more than 1,600 people in Shanxi, China. Fatalities from envenomation. Did I say that right? Envenomation. Envenomation. I, I didn't know that was a word. That's nice. Yes. Are primarily related to anaphylactic shock or cardiac arrest. Deaths have occurred as a result of multiple organ failure, typically after a large number of stings. So I'm guessing, you know, you're getting renal failure. You probably are in anaphylactic shock. I know with some spider species, you end up with muscle spasms so you can't move. Yeah. You start to get some paralysis going on. I'm not sure if it's the same, but I would assume so. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Not to get into comparisons too early, but it, I mean, there's some there's some venom that will just give even the healthiest person. It's like mm-hmm. guaranteed organ failure. It doesn't sound like this is the case here. So all sting victims exhibited signs of skin hemorrhaging and necrosis, though both are otherwise rare. The two likely reasons for skin hemorrhaging and necrosis are an inability to effectively neutralize the venom or unusually potent venom toxicity for that set of stings. In either case, these stings led to multiple organ injury. So I'm assuming what that means is you're like out in the field or something and you're not, you know, getting it taken care of immediately. Yeah. So while not everyone displayed lesions or necrosis, a strong correlation exists between the number of stings and the severity of injury. Those who died on average were stung 59 times, while those who survived suffered 28 stings. So almost double. Yeah. In September 2019, the British Columbia Ministry of Agriculture confirmed that hornets were found on Vancouver Island in Canada, with a nest having been discovered and subsequently destroyed in the city of Nanaimo. I think that's how that's, you say yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be. In December 2019, the Washington State Department of Agriculture confirmed a report of a dead specimen on the U.S. side of the border adjacent to Vancouver, the first report of the species in the United States and very close to the September site. In April of 2020, authorities in Washington asked members of the public to be alert and report any sightings of these wasps, which are expected to become active in April if they are in the area. If they become established, it's claimed that the hornets, quote, could decimate bee populations in the United States and establish such a deep presence that all hope for eradication could be lost, end quote. A full-scale hunt for the species in the Washington State Department of Agriculture is underway. Laboratory findings determine that the specimens collected from British Columbia and Washington State were from different colonies, thus confirming that there were two separate introductions of the Asian giant hornet to North America. So I did some reading on this. And the gentleman that actually neutralized and destroyed the colony up in Canada got stung a lot. Like how how much, you know? So, I mean, obviously not enough to die, but he went in with a pair of heavy jeans on, an underlayer, a bee suit, Kevlar, like wristlets and anklets. And he like went there at night when they're less active and he had one of those smokers. Mm -hmm. Well, the vibrations 
of him walking over to it tipped them off and before you know it he got swarmed and he I guess got all up his legs and it was like searing pain he still managed to get up smoke it and destroy it wow but yeah he got done in pretty well so do you know what did he have any complications afterwards um I don't believe so it didn't state in the article okay. that I was reading I believe it was a National Geographic what a badass good that on that read. dude yeah. for, for doing for doing the Lord's work yeah he still got it like done but yeah so the Asian giant hornet is intensely predatory it hunts medium to large size insects such as bees other hornets species and mantises however yeah, I'm glad you're bringing this up my friend Chris Coppage went and posted a video today online of a mantis completely fucking up an Asian giant hornet like Good. I don't think it's going to be the same if the poor mantis gets swarmed but yeah he grabbed it and just bit its head off <laughs> nice so large insects like mantises are key protein sources fed to queens and drone larvae this hornet often attacks honeybee hives to obtain the adults pupae and larvae as their food source for their own larvae the hornets can devastate a colony of honeybees especially if it's the european honeybee a single hornet can kill as many as 40 bees per minute due to its large mandibles which can quickly strike and decapitate prey the honeybee stings are are ineffective because the hornets are five times their size and heavily armored. Only a few hornets can exterminate a colony of ten of thousands of bees in a few hours. The hornets can fly up to 60 miles per hour in a single day, or rather 60 miles in a single day, and at speeds for up to 25 miles that's per crazy. hour. That's crazy. It's that, insane. That's You're faster like, than a person can run. Right. Like, they're going to fuck you up. You're not running and hiding. Yeah. That. Oh my god. And 60 miles at 25 miles an hour? That's terrifying for really was 60 miles per hour <laughs> yeah i know right oh my god yeah cause, well if they were going at 60 miles an hour they could run into you and just kill you yeah but yeah that'd be real murder hornets yeah right it's, oh my god you're just walking this, this thing and one hits your windshield yeah one busts through your windshield i or... bet it might be able to think of like the impact if they were going full board 25 miles per hour and hit your windshield it would probably crack it <sighs> Or it would just like explode. I mean, it's, at that it's, size. well, it probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about the way their body is made up, but I can't imagine. For for instance, could I crush it by stepping on it? Yes. If the answer is yes, then it's probably not going to break a windshield like a rock would. Like even when a rock is thrown at a windshield, it doesn't go right through; it just splinters a little bit. It's true. I think I'm that like would thinking be fine. some sort of cartoon scenario here. But if it's going to splat and you're going to get an accident, if this hornet could fly up to sixty miles per hour and it could hit a person I think that's a little bit different depending on where it hits you at least do some damage probably kill somebody if it hits them in the neck or some shit oh my god uh, beekeepers in Japan attempted to introduce European honeybees for the sake of their high productivity European honeybees have no innate defense against the hornets which can rapidly destroy their colonies although a handful of Asian giant hornets can easily defeat the uncoordinated defenses of a honeybee colony the Japanese honeybee has an effective strategy when when a hornet scout locates and approaches a Japanese honeybee hive, she emits specific pheromonal hunting signals. When the Japanese honeybees detect these pheromones, a hundred or so gather near the entrance of the nest and set up
set up a trap, keeping the entrance open. This permits the hornet to enter the hive. As the hornet enters, a mob of hundreds of bees surround it in a ball, completely covering it and preventing it from reacting effectively. The bees violently vibrate their flight muscles in much the same way they do to heat the hive in cold conditions. This raises the temperature in the ball to a critical temperature of 115 degrees Fahrenheit. In addition, the exertions of these honeybees raise the level of the carbon dioxide in the ball. At that concentration of CO2, they can tolerate up to 122 degrees Fahrenheit, but the hornet cannot survive the combination of high temperature and high carbon dioxide levels. Some bees do die along with the intruder, much as happens when they attack other intruders with their stings, but by killing the hornet scout, they prevent it from summoning reinforcements that would definitely wipe out the entire colony. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So kind of final thoughts on this. Murder horn's a fun thing to say, but I don't think it's going to be as devastating in the U.S. to people as people are trying to make this out as. Yeah, I think this is just a thing to get headlines right now. Though I really, again, I know I've said this a few times, I think this is definitely a danger to honeybee populations. And we are already having record lows of honeybees in the world right now. And that could have a huge impact on our agriculture, on produce things of that nature if bees die we're likely to die too unless Mm -hmm. we can figure out some sort of artificial food source we need bees so the fact that we're having a tough time keeping them alive and keeping the bee population flourishing this could very much screw things up if this becomes established in north america so hopefully this is something that they can nip in the bud pretty quickly yeah so just for comparisons excluding any exotic tarantula species that anybody is keeping i I I've had a few really crazy ones. Just things that are native to the U.S., which are going to be worse. So, like I said, your brown recluse, your black widow, to some degree, some bees we have here. There are Africanized honeybees already in the States that could swarm you. You know, jellyfish things, pretty nasty as well. I would say even scorpions are worse than this. Yeah. So am I afraid of this? Not really. No, I'm not. Not really. Sure, I'm worried for honeybees, but, you know, they've got things under control. They thought that the Africanized honeybees were going to completely wipe out the European honeybee species in North America. They did have an impact, but it didn't happen, so... Also, these murder hornets cannot tolerate the cold well at all. They're not getting past Washington State. No, they're not getting over here. Yeah, they're, they're really not. And you might be thinking, well, Washington State's pretty north. It is, but you'd be surprised... It doesn't really snow there. It doesn't really snow. It doesn't get that cold. It rains all winter. Do they get snow sometimes? And, and certainly some parts of Washington do, but... A lot of it is just rain. And so when they start getting to the mountains, like Mm -hmm. when they start getting into Idaho, start getting to Montana, like they're done. They're done. So this is going to stay pretty contained, I think. I am worried about them getting down into Northern California, however. Yeah. That's going to be an issue. But back on the pain index thing, they're only, so so they say a two or three on the pain index. Many species of ants, much higher. Fives. Can, Can you think of a type of ant? I could look it up for you really okay. quickly. Okay. What I was looking up is some some guy for science let one of these things sting him and inject the venom. And he was arguing it should be a four on the pain scale. Because even after treated, he was in agony for 36 hours. His hands swelled up. They classified it as the worst migraine you can think of, but confined to the little pinpoint where you got stung. 
Okay, so I've got a little bit of information here. So the Schmidt pain index is a one to four. It is not a five. So excuse me for that. Your bullet ants. Bullet ants are a four. Okay. That is your worst. Is that in native to North America? That I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're asking the tough questions. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. So bullet ants, that's your worst. Paper wasp actually is a three. So that's something we already have in North America. Do we have them in New England? I believe so. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm lucky enough to have never been stung in my aren't life. Are paper wasps the ones that make the big round ones? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was the type of wasp that they are. I believe so. Okay. So I, I wasn't aware of that. Also with three, red harvester ant. Are those nicknamed fire ants or no. fire ants like your, their your own fire thing? fire ant is a 1.2 on the scale. Okay. Things that are along the same pain indexes are murder hornet here are your yellow jackets and bald face hornets. Okay. So Which are native to, which to are New also. England. So it's, you know, nothing I really would worry about on the pain index here. Okay. Honestly, they're just big and scary. Which, so. which I, I get it. I get if that's freaky, but don't worry about swarms of these things coming in and killing your family. It's not going to happen. They're going to kill your family in other ways if they wipe out the honeybee population. Mm -hmm. I will I will stress this over and over again. But other than that, this is not a big deal. And I'd like to think that they're going to handle this better than COVID-19. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I saw a really great meme though going around being like, hey, you survived April. It is now May. And they show the murder hornet. You're like at level five in Jumanji. <laughs> I think it was Holly posted a meme that was like, get ready for June. And it showed a seagull with a, with a great white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That sounds like the seagulls they have at Old Orchard anyway. Old Orchard. Old Orchard. <laughs> seagulls. Anyway. Steven Harper. <laughs> no, it's Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. He's handsome. Yes, but he's also problematic and has been semi-canceled. Yes. But, but he's handling COVID-19 a lot better. He has pretty hair. French Canadians are all descended from the same 20 people, so, you know. I don't know. There was, like, this, like, image of him all stressed out stroking his hair that went viral. <sighs> <laughs> I think he just knows he's getting photographed and just does something does like, that. like that. It's very much something a young man would do. They're, they're, <laughs> we're more vain in that way. And, he, and he's very young himself. He's is, pretty vain, is, too. Is he the youngest prime minister? I think so. I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, if you weren't Pierre Trudeau's friggin' son, I, I don't think. Son, grandson? Pretty son. sure son, yeah. I, I don't think you would have gotten the shot that you did. Yeah. But anyways. Anyway, I digress. Yes. I don't know enough about Canadian politics. Yeah, so. yeah, me neither. So I'm not going to speak at length because I know... I know a lot of my friends up there don't like him. Right, yes. There's people up there, it, people left-leaning. You might think, yes. well, oh, you don't like him because you must be right-wing. No, there's actually a lot of uh, left-leaning people that say, just like Obama was just all smoke and mirrors and dropped the ball and yes. still fucked over a lot of people. Sounds to me like Justin Trudeau is also doing the same thing. Yes, but they don't, I, they don't like his policies and, and doings with the, the native population up there yeah unfortunately this has been a trend with canada for a while they are very horrible to their native population there but again this is not something i know very extensively so i'll probably save this for and it has know, nothing to do with murder and it has nothing to do with murder <laughs> justin trudeau is the reason why we have murder hornets if he didn't stomp them out quick enough in vancouver oh no we wouldn't have them here in our in Washington state. I made a joke, though, about how we've been covering a lot of Japanese serial killers lately. So it only is 
fitting fitting that we're doing the asian giant hornet which is from japan we're gonna have to send bald eagles after these murder hornets because america yes let me tell you something about america okay i'm done (laughs) i really think that's all we got shout out to our patreons patreons our patrons yeah shout out to our patreon patrons and those who donate to us on paypal it really helps a lot because we need a new laptop because this thing is dying dying so if you would like to help us upgrade our little podcast every every dollar that goes into patreon and into paypal goes right back into the podcast for either a laptop or we need a camera did i ever talk about how pathetic this laptop is um, I don't know if you've told the listeners just how bad the pod the uh, podcast, the podcast yeah, is. <laughs> our our podcast is fucking garbage. So garbage. So yeah, laptop. Go ahead. So I bought this little HP stream several years ago because I played in this D and D campaign where they were going to be using Fantasy Grounds, but we're going to be playing in person and. You need to have a laptop. Seems kind of ridiculous and unnecessary. So I was playing with this doctor who just basically bought Fantasy Grounds and then all the books that went with it and just dumped all the money that you could into it. Jesus. Which was stupid because D&D Beyond is so much better and it came later. Anyway. I don't even know what that is. I'm, so basically I'm kind of out of the game at this so point. You, it's so you can play D&D or like tabletops remotely or in person using tablets instead of having to use your character sheets. And oh, it kind of okay. helps you like pre-build them. Although D&D Beyond is way better than Fantasy Grounds. So anyway, I got this stupid little laptop and it was right before Windows 10 came out. Now this thing was basically not quite, I don't even know, it's not like a netbook or anything. It definitely has Windows on it, but it didn't have enough space in it to accommodate Windows 10 and HP didn't have the foresight to really think about that. So when it updated, it had no more room left on the laptop. Like, it can't even update. So I have helped Yergi clean out this laptop as best as possible. And at most, we can have, like, two podcast episodes on this laptop before it's full. So we have to make sure when we start recording that everything is deleted or moved into some backup, like a thumb drive or Google Drive, because there have been times where we've been recording. And it just stops. And it it just stops, or it hits a wall, or we'll get done recording, and it'll be like, it is missing parts here and there, and we have to... We have to sometimes cut out entire parts because a chunk will be missing and it just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. So thankfully with new laptop, this won't be an issue. But Yeah, my desktop died a long time ago. R.I.P. Yeah, and I would have to move my desktop in here, which it's just too much right now, the setup I have going on. So and I have to work from home in here. Yeah. With so... my work laptop. So. Right, and she wouldn't be able to double use her work laptop because it's being monitored. So hopefully... In the near future here, we could do that. So if you want to help us out, patreon.com slash the misery machine or PayPal. Was it paypal.me slash the misery machine? I believe so. It's in the descriptions below. Nope, oh, there's there's the timer going off for this little cake Yergi's making. All right. So we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. The cake's cooling now. And funny thing about this, when we were making this cake... Yergi was adding some orange zest. And forgot to take the sticker off the orange. And so there's just a bunch of sticker chunks in the fucking batter. And I had to fish them out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So the second time I got 
interrupted. Shout out to our patrons, Marky, Eddie, Rowan, and Holly. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the support. Our Discord has been hella active right now. So if you want to be a part of that, you know what to do. Let's tell the viewers or listeners what the hell happens last night. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so it snowed a lot. It snowed. It's May ninth today yeah and it looks like january outside we drove up to streaked mountain in buckfield which is kind of approaching western maine ish and it looked like it was january there was snow on the ground there was snow everywhere snow covering the trees it looked like straight up winter and this is maine for you there's this one point i was driving through the mountain road and it like whited out for a moment yeah, there was a whiteout, and it was very windy, too. It's still windy here. You can hear the wind shaking the fucking apartment. Because we uh, put the air conditioner in, because it was so hot, and now it's snowing. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. So this is this is Maine for you. Don't move to fucking Maine. Or if you do, move to coastal Maine, I guess. I guess so. Not that anyone has the money for that. Well, maybe they will if the uh, out-of-staters don't want to come here because they have the quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like people don't let go of that shit too easily, but we'll see. All right, so let's get to our Apple Podcast reviews. First one is fantastic. I love to listen and love to keep coming back. This is an amazing podcast, and this is from the Flaws in All podcast, so shout-outs to them. This next one is this podcast is the perfect balance of true crime and comedy. They are straight to the point with their story, and I love their quick-witted panter. I love their voices, and they clearly work very well together, and very thorough research goes into their show. We'll definitely be subscribing. Cindy from Welcome to the Neighborhood podcast. And this last one, all podcasts today great show info on an innovative level that keeps things fresh in a sea of true crime podcasts i know seriously highly recommended baron from the infocast 5000 podcast so shout outs to them and if you want your podcast review read all you have to do is go to apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and a written review and we will shout you out on the podcast and if you're listening on youtube please like and subscribe seriously it goes a long way i know we said we broke 300 last week we're almost breaking breaking 350 now i know it got pretty it's getting pretty crazy yeah i thought we were just gonna get a slew of subscribers when we did chris benoit and then it was gonna die down and go back to normal well it's not as crazy as when we released chris benoit but things are a lot more steady now than they were prior to that so I'm excited anyway uh, yeah you got, got anything else i don't okay i don't i need to make lunch Lounge. I'm a starving Yulurgi. Hot lunch for forty crackheads. I'm gonna. Warm you know, hot up. hot lunch. If you look up hot lunch on Urban Dictionary, I think is that like some sort of eating of poop, or when they shit on your chest or something. I don't know. It always involves shit. I thought it was a hot Carl. A hot Carl. I don't know. I don't it, know. This all has to do with a steamy poop. Yeah, all of them do. Glass Dumps bottom boat. All over. That's funny. Glass bottom boat. <laughs> <laughs> the Roman helmet. <laughs> What's that? It's when someone straddles your face like in the 69 type position, girl or boy on bottom, but there's, uh -huh. a, there's a dick on top and they take one ball and put it over one eye, the other ball and put it over the other eye so the, the scrotum is resting at the bridge of the nose like a pair of glasses and then you just flop your dick down along the nose like a Roman helmet. Listen, I don't know if y'all dick owners out there be fucking with some people with some really small and scrunchy faces, but I don't know if I could just split my balls like that over each eye socket. So if you can do this, 
please take a picture and send it to us at miserymachinepodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, just send us your story and tell me what's up. No, I want to see the these Roman helmet. Pics. You want to see the Roman helmet? I want to see it performed. Uh, I'm sure if we go on some porn site and we type in Roman helmet, maybe we can find it. Which, by the way, if you subscribe to our Patreon and hear our Patreon-exclusive episodes, you will hear that we did our reaction to the 2005 Fred Durst sex tape. And it's, it's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty great. It talks pre- about his balls and his ass. Yeah, yeah, I reach back and play with my balls and my ass. So if you want to hear some guy who's doing it all for the nookie, especially involving his balls and his ass, then you want to subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon. But he's not wearing his red hat. Spoiler. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing. He should be wearing the red hat, or at least turn it backwards. Turn something backwards. You ever watch those porns where it's like the the male talent has a forward uh, facing ball cap, and then when he's starting to get down to business, <laughs> he, he turns, turns it backwards. Ah. Anyways, all right. That's anytime the hat flip goes on, you know it's business time. It, it's fucking porn business time. Porn. Watching a solo jerk session, and he just flips the hat backwards. Yeah, I'm sure. Just this is how people just beat off in their homes. Anyways, that's how I beat off in my th- home. That's how you beat off. You're, you're just wearing your ball cap, ball and you're cap. like, it's fucking jerk time. Do I? Even, I don't even own any ball caps. I don't you, think you don't own any ball caps. Do you only ball sacks? No. 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 Ball sack baby. Alright, I need to make lunch. Let's go. The nut sack baby. Okay. Nut sack. Okay. That's where it's at. We love you guys. We love you. Alright, bye. Bye.